What's up, guys? Welcome to the first ever episode 217 of the Kind of Funny Games cast. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by one of the coolest dudes in video games, Greg Miller. Konichiwa. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was a new thing. That was okay. I just, you know, I'm just stealing things from other people. They say mm-hmm. things, I say things. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I thought about doing the Doki Doki, taking that from Jared. Didn't yeah. do it, though. Tainted fruit, you know what I mean? Tainted fruit. And as always, the busiest lady in the biz, Andrea Renee. You can What's find good, her Tim? on What's Good Games. You can find her on Twitter at Andrea Renee. Thank you very much for joining us. I cut your us. intro off. I feel bad good. about and it now. You said you what's good. Can we it's start all over? jazz, man. Mm. It's all jazz. Mm. No, Kevin can't take that. No, no. And for the first time on this show, you might know him from Final Destination or Casper or Idle Hands or as Stan in the Eminem Stan video, Devin Sawa. Woo! Woo! Hello, everybody. Hello, like, How Devin. are you doing? Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Up this here is in San fun. Francisco. Yeah. Talking about some video games. Talking about some video games. Mike, bring your chair up. Mike, no, no, don't bring the mic down. Bring the chair. Here, do this thing. Grab this guy. Do this thing. You kind of really got to get up in there. there you go. Get intimate with yeah, it. Yeah, there we oh. go. See, there. We had you down. We weren't paying okay. attention. Nobody's there you this go. Is the show we're doing. Uh, glad to be here. So glad we had you. We had you on earlier today. Yeah. Recording uh, an the episode first ever of We Have Cool Friends. It might not be the first episode. We, we, I think did, it will be. Do you think so? I, have you ever known us to ever think that far in Future Proof? and do No, it'll be the no, first Okay, one. the yeah. first ever episode of We and Have Cool Friends. And ask to know how your mind works. We didn't have the walls you wanted, well, now so I'm you're gonna, not going to punch the walls. You're not going to have the walls and right, then no walls. You're right. You're right. Now, now I'm going to worry that someone's <laughs> going to be better than me and be the first <laughs> episode. I'm actually <laughs> bumped from We Have Cool Friends. It's like I'm tuning in for the first one and The Rock is there. I'm like, ah! God damn it! Oh, man. So the first ever episode, it sounded like it was fantastic. You guys yeah. were recording. It looked like you had a, a fun time, yeah. but that yeah. wasn't the reason you were here. The reason you were here is is this show to talk about video games. And yeah, stuff. Uh, uh, how I got here. Um, Don't so say the I, game's name yet. Yeah, so I got a, a strange direct message from from Greg uh, on Twitter uh, saying just just saying just this. Would you like to go to Montreal and test a video game? Uh, yeah. So. Um, <laughs> That's what I did. Yeah. I went. I went. Uh, There's a video game that I that I saw a preview for a few months before that, and I thought it was. I, I, it looked amazing. It looked looked like a really interesting. Well, we're, gonna, we're gonna talk all about. Yeah, that that's the thing. Bit. Uh, Devin and I, Twitter friends. Obviously, he's on. We have cool friends. That's what it is. Yeah. But one of the things that's awesome about Devin is that he just loved games. Yeah. You, you talk to me about games all the time. Like you're one of our legit friends who's like, oh, you know what? Yeah, I'm super famous. Yeah, I'm Jack. Yeah, I kickbox, but yeah, I just like video games. <laughs> you said it. I, see I him, say none of that. He DMs me all the time. So yeah, I'm Jack. Dude, I'm I Jack. Like, I like video so games. I'm like, great, Devin. I'm in the middle of something. Hey, Greg, I was just in the mirror. <laughs> and uh, the lighting in this one particular spot. <laughs> look at, uh, do I look Jack? Because I feel Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. You're looking, you're looking Jack. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Kind of Funny Games cast each and every week right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. We get together, talk about video games, all the things that we love about them. You can get it here on on YouTube or on roosterteeth.com or on podcast services. Just search for Kinda Funny Games Cast. And also, if you want to help this show grow, you can go to patreon.com slash games to support. Uh, you can get the show ad-free. You also get to, show, get to watch the show early, um, whether it's live as we record it or a couple of days before it posts for everyone on YouTube. This episode is brought to you by Upstart and Warby Parker. But we'll talk about that later. For now, I want to let you know about our Patreon producers. They are DJ Kanto, James Davis, and James Hastings, the James double duo to rule them all. But now, Devin, I want to talk to you about the game that you got to go see in Montreal. So, Kev, you ready for this? Already muted. 
ancestors. Yes, I would like to. There's, there's now, now, now it's now, all. Yeah, we're not going to buy any of your Say whatever yeah, you want. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's it's a a game about evolution, and and uh, that's what first drew me to it. I saw the preview for it, and basically, you start off as an ape, and you've got to uh, you're evolving to man, and what it takes to get there. Um, beautiful graphics, really uh, fun to play. Um, is yeah, it I mean, too wish- cere- cerebral? Because that was the thing, right? The, the story to get you here and get to see the game started at Game Awards. Because the Game Awards, of course, Petrice came out, uh, the guy who started Assassin's Creed, or one of the people, obviously, who started Assassin's Creed, showed the trailer there. Yeah. And we were all like, you're, it's, it's like it's 100 million years ago, and you're an ape, and you're going to go through 50 or 500,000 years yeah. of... And I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, well, here's the thing. I, I got to spend two hours with it, and, and the very first level... I wish I just by the end of that two hours, I was I was finally learning to the, the, the swing and, and learning that, um, you know, you're supposed to, you know, learn this and bring it. Get up on the mic. Man. Don't don't. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Um, so by the end of the two hours, I was just figuring it out. And I, and I and I was starting to get addicted to it. I wanted more hours with it. Um but it's Were you the same ape the entire two hours? Or yes. Did it quit? Well, okay, you, could sw- okay. you could switch apes. Oh, really? You could switch. Okay. Once, once you've like, you've been bitten by too many snakes or whatever. Snakes. Uh, you you I, that in the beginning I was falling a lot and you know just getting used to it. Um, so you can go back to your little village that you build, um, and uh, you can switch your apes. Gotcha. Yeah. So what so what does the gameplay shake out like? It's third person, obviously. Yeah. Uh, is it you're talking about building a village? Are is it like you, you start off with your own little? There's a little camp built when you first wake up. Okay, you can expand that camp by learning. Like like you'll you'll it gives you a little icon when you look out into the into the jungle. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And there's like different different things, and you learn about that thing. You go up to it and you you learn that new that new item, whatever it is. Like sure. it could be a rock where you, where you break and now you have two things and one's a tool. Uh, mm. you, you learn how to switch hands. You learn how to carry your your um, your baby on your back. Sure. Uh, all these different things are, are for learning, learning to build beds, learning, you know, what water you can drink, what water you can't drink, um, what food could be, you know, dangerous. Um, so yes. Yeah, how how uh, do you like? How do they show that with gameplay? Like, how do you know? Well, like, you go up to you go up to okay. and you press I don't know whatever A or B or whatever, and you can you can observe it, um, learn it, um, and then you know study it. Can you kill the apes? Because like, if you have multiple, if I drink the bad water, does one of my apes yes, die? Yes, you can die. Oh, okay. You can die from drinking the wrong stuff. And is it game falling. over? Or do you restart that part? I think you restart in okay. the village again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In your little camp. Or whatever it is, a little ape camp. Yeah, because it's a camp. weird. It's a cool idea, but it's a we- such a weird idea. I didn't get far. <laughs> I didn't, like, I, like I, I learned how to break the rock, and now all of a sudden, you know, he, you're, you're, you observe it, and it looks like it could be a tool. And I learned how to switch my my this, like take the, the branches off the stick, and now I've got just a stick that's like a point. But I never got to the. I never had enough time to like actually go out and now use this as a. I'm assuming is going to be a spear, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming this rock is going to do something. Like I didn't get to that but I was intrigued and I wanted you know I was ready to, to go on did they um, talk about what happens after it all no, like, no. So, so it's like the, the game's ancestors the humankind odyssey yeah. right now initial release date set for 2019 on PS4 Xbox One and PC 40 bucks Forty dollars. Okay, cool. So that that kind of frames all of this a bit. So they talk. They let you play as the ape and the, these early early yeah. sides of it. But so we wa- they- I watched him, P- Patrice. Is yeah. It? yeah, I yeah. watched him play a little bit. He, I mean, first of all, he made it look real. I mean, he's the creator of the game, so he's swinging around these things. Yeah, and you're like, like I'm like, oh, this is gonna be easy. I get on there, fall, 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 <laughs> die. Um, he he was swinging around doing a lot of stuff, and he made it look. You know, I'm sure you, once you once you eventually get to that level, it's gonna be 
a blast. How, um, how do they deal with uh, relationships, right? Because they're not talking, right? Uh, no. One of, the, one of the things I did early, early on in the game is I started picking bugs out of the back of one of the other apes. Sounds that was, right. That yeah. was the first, uh, I guess, uh, bo- classic bond. apes. I learned to bond. That was okay. like, you see an icon and you, you go over there and, you, and that's your first time you learn to bond. Um, so, yeah. That's Interesting. Because, yeah, I feel like environmental storytelling will have to be key to this, right, in terms yeah. of getting you involved. Mm-hmm. Did you find it really engaging? Because even hearing you describe some of these things in the fast-paced world of modern video games, taking it way, way, way back on yeah. the evolutionary scale to like making a stick, yeah. it feels like it's set, setting itself up to be kind of a slow-paced game. Did well, you that's feel that what way? I, that's the only thing that I that I worried about, and I'd have to go on to play it a little bit more. But I was only worried about now. You know, we got games like you know Call of Duty and, and uh, Battlefield and all this, and that's what the kids love and whatever else. Um, are we ready to, to, you know, but it really is, it's interesting if you're into that kind of thing, I suppose. Yeah, that's what, I mean, like the way they've pitched it right is a survival game that's about exploring our own ancestry history, right? right? And it's what, it's a 10 million years ago in Africa, explore, expand, evolve. Like right. there's something there. And I think the $40 price point, like you said, frames it in a really interesting way where I think they are coming out and being like, this is a weird game for people who want to get weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's definitely more than the excite. Like, like it's interesting. Like you, you'll do something when you, when you finally break that rock and it's a tool and you're like, ah, oh, I know where this is going. Okay. Mm. I see. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it, it kind of draws you in that way. So, yeah. Interesting. Because I remember when the Game Awards, I think, debuted this, yeah. when, when mm-hmm. this was happening, and, and you immediately yeah, I tweeted. Yeah, I, I was like, I got to see, I got to see If I remember this. correctly, you tweeted at Greg saying, yeah. you need how to do see. I get a copy of this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I the bar. <laughs> <laughs> what was it about seeing Ancestors that I made was, you be I'm, like, I want to see that, as, as opposed to something like Crash Team Racing? I think evol- the, the, the whole thought of evolution is something I'm into at this moment in my life. I just, I mean, I'm fascinated with that whole thing. You know where we all the missing links we have, and and uh, where we really started, and so like Neanderthal man, and how yeah. we got from that to yeah. to this. Why, <laughs> what, what made it come down from the tree? What made us stand upright? I mean, there's all you know all the different theories of you know it was because we were throwing, and that that's why we you know, our first stand. And um, do you so think this game's gonna it. gonna cover that and like like show that anyway? I don't I don't think so, but it covers it covers. You know, the basics. Did they talk about this from a scientific or educational standpoint? Yeah, or is he, it- I think they're really trying to stay with uh, with facts. I think it's fact-based. That's uh, good. Yeah. Are, so is there a, a fail state? Like, can there, can you get a game over? Like, if you said your ape can die. Is that a game over? I kept, well, I, I don't know if you call it a game over, but my, I would, st- I would if I died, yeah, yeah. Uh, if I go black, I would start back in the, okay. in the, in the yeah, little yeah, camp. So that's, yeah, yeah. you know. No, totally. Yeah, it's just one of those. I, it, yeah. Since they're pitching it as a survival game, I wasn't sure if it's like, yeah. you got unlimited apes and, in camp. And, and like, let's see. In, in, my, in, my, in, the, in the stage that I was in, the only thing I had to worry about were warthogs and, and snakes. And apparently there's tigers and all. You know, as, you, as you go off, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the, your mind starts to like, as you get too far, your mind starts, to, the, the screen starts to get a little bit blurry because it's fear. Oh. Because um, you haven't explored this area yet. So you've got you've to go slower and explore. And, and, and that's where you're learning, where you're yeah. coming up to stuff and watching it reminds me stuff. a little bit of like um state of decay where you'd have to go up into the watchtowers look out and you see the question marks and see them and then like okay now Boom, i know that's, that's a house and that's what that's that it is. that's yeah. exactly it that's really cool so. it's mechanically it's, are you are you mobile and agile like yeah are you swinging through oh trees yeah and oh stuff? yeah you go up the trees you can go you can go wherever you want hmm. and, and do whatever it's, you a, want. it's an open world game it's just not a massive open world 
I don't know if it's massive, but it, it, it was pretty big in the first level that I was in. But you get to a certain point and all of a sudden it gets all crazy because it's fear and, and you don't know and you haven't explored it. Hmm. Is there yeah. like a map for it? or uh, It's like when we were watching footage back there, it looked like it's pretty clean in terms of... No, there's of, a uh, map, there's vital signs. Okay, um, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird one. It was cool. I had fun. I, I, I Did it live up to your expectations based I, on what you saw the first time? I, I, honestly, I'd need to play a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. I wanted... I, by the, in the first hour, I was like, oh, God, I don't know. And, yeah, then, yeah. and then as soon as I started realizing, like I was getting some, you know, from the... From the from the makers, they were like, "Oh, you got to do this, you got to do that." And sure, I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, and, then, yeah, yeah. and then it started like, "Okay, I get it. I see how this could be cool." I feel um, like that's always the rule with survival games, right? Where it's like you get in there and like you, how how does it all play together? What do I need to do? And it is about you know, live, die, repeat, figure it out. What do you need to do? Yeah. Okay, make the weapon, go do the thing. Yeah. yeah. Breaking the the rock and you seeing like, oh, I have I have these tools now. Like, did that seem a little too straightforward? Or no. Okay. It, I had to be told what to do. I mean, you have to figure you have to figure stuff like that out, and then and, and, and that's all you have. I just assume it's going to be a tool. You've mm -hmm. broken the rock, and now you've got this new knowledge, and so somewhere I got to find something else that's going to make me want to use go back to the rock, and you know what I mean. I, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. Did you so. get into any combat scenarios? No, that's what I was looking for. And yeah, you want to fight know. something. Well, that's the fight thing. The like the my my awesome. games are like I whenever you know a new Call of Duty comes out, I don't go online or whatever. I just play the campaigns. You know what I mean? It's, and it's so easy. <laughs> you know, it's, it's so much easier to kill the AI than people. Well, you can't go anywhere. You just go straight and shoot. You yeah. Know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Um, this game is going to take a lot of thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have any more questions about ancestors, Greg? I mean, you thought graphically it looked really good. You're uh, phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. Because yeah. even the footage we were watching him climbing the tree, I was like, all right, this looks cool. And yeah. Like, and swinging around and and all that. It's it's in the drinking of the water and it's it's they've there's a lot of details. Are you killing the snakes and warthogs and eating them? No, or? you can't kill them yet. So you're just doing like what berries and stuff? You up the tree you go. Oh, okay. If you get got to run from the water, if you get uh, bitten by a snake, it's okay. Up the tree you go. Yeah. Run. Have someone bond and suck it out of you. Yeah. There you go. I didn't think of that. It could, be, it could be a thing. I don't know. smart at the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nowadays, they can do sign yeah. language and all sorts of shit. Yeah. Ride horses. These smart apes, man. Yeah, exactly. You know what's up? Exactly. Apes aren't monkeys, right? I keep wanting to say monkeys. Yeah, no, 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 they're, they're different. They're, they're different. very different. different species. They're friends. No yeah. Are they friends? Apes and monkeys? Mm, in Planet of the Apes, maybe. yeah. Maybe. No, I, I don't think so. Like They're not? They're, I, I have a feeling that like an ape will kill a monkey and eat it. Mm. Yeah. No, but apes aren't carnivores. Uh, some of them like can be cannibals sometimes, like chimps and stuff, to scare other chimps. It's mind games. Dude. I love Kevin. You know what I mean? Apes are apes can be carnivores, can't they? Could they? I mean, I, I yeah, no, I think they. Do anything can be me, carnivore. But like, apes? Yeah, I believe so. Mm. Okay. I believe, I believe they. Uh, okay. Okay. As you look okay. It up. She goes to I'm not saying they're carnivores. I think they're omnivores. I think they eat both. Hmm. They'll do what they need if to they survive. If they see other people do it, yeah, they'll yeah. do it, though. Just like monkey you will. see, <laughs> monkey do. The diet of apes is similar to those of other primates. They eat fruit, nuts, seeds, leaves, and sometimes other animals. Yeah. Hey! There we go, dude. Monkeys. They are monkeys. Monkeys like, with Kevin. I'm like, Kevin. It's like, why as a vowel? Just sometimes. <laughs> but most of their intake is herbivorous. So you ended this two hours... Positive. You want to play? Yeah, more I'm going to play it again for sure. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, moving on from ancestors, Kev, bring up the volume. No, don't say the name of the game anymore. Okay. So now, you, if you, if it ever mentions again that you played the game, it's the game. Okay. <laughs> the, the game. game. Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's start here, Devin. What have you been playing besides that game? Uh, you know, I bought one of these. Oh, this, oh, this oh, is a Nintendo oh, Switch. Yeah. Switch Switch it up, baby. Let's go. So, they don't make a lot of adult games for this thing. Oh! <laughs> Justified Andrea. I'm with you. I'm with you. We got Doom. 
right? Yeah. yeah. And don't then, play Doom on this. What are you doing? Diablo, what? Diablo three, Eternal uh, Collection. But everything else is like Mario Kart and like uh, bunny rabbits and, and, and okay. Uh, here's the thing. Don't talk shit about the rabbits. And Mario Kart's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for them to start making a little more adult content. Yeah. What did you buy? I'm with gonna it? keep waiting. Baby. I don't remember. I, I I have Doom. I have uh, Mario Kart. I have. Uh, 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 some weird little uh, you're like a zombie and it's a box and you, you go to different level. I can't remember the name of it. Zombie in your box. I get didn't play Breath it. Breath of the Wild. Yeah, get Breath of the Wild. There you go. Have Zelda, you played Legend, Legend of Zelda? Zelda. Zelda. I haven't Zelda. played that yet. No. That's, 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 that's excellent. Really that's yeah. Yeah. That's a good Is it? Yeah. 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 It really is. It really is. Yeah, Zelda. for sure. Zelda is? Yeah. Alright. Look at hater ass hater over here. 100%. Not Call of Duty. He doesn't want to play. is a game for everybody. It's not targeted towards a mature audience. It's targeted towards everybody. But yeah. I understand what you're saying, that the mature market game for Switch is lacking, to say the least. Yes. Yes. I wouldn't mind nah. some more Battlefields or Call of Duty here. That's not what this is for. That's for the PlayStation 4, the if Xbox If I got to be on a six-hour flight, I would systems. love to play... Mm. I like. Mm. Did you that's get fair. Diablo? I didn't get Diablo. No. I, I think you would enjoy I would, that. I will get it. Yeah, that's what I've been doing on all my flights because it's such a long RPG that you can sure. really spend a lot of time in, mm. um, and it scratches that combat itch and it, it feels more. Obviously, I don't think Diablo is an M-rated game, right? Yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah, I don't remember. I thought I it was. Thought it would be. I thought Diablo it was Two was at least. Um, worth looking up, but that game is good. I'm trying to think of what else they've released third party that would can be considered more like Wolfenstein. Is that out? When did that come is out? It not out. It's rated M. It has to be out, really, right? Diablo three is rated M. Yeah. No, Wolfenstein's not out. Isn't really. They're waiting for the DLC, right? The Young Bloods. Uh, yeah, I thought they they pushed, like it, I thought been they pushed it back. Okay, my apologies. Hmm. I bought uh, Street Fighter, the original on that. Okay, awesome. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. fun to just. You know, play for ten minutes and realize Mortal Kombat's coming. <laughs> no, it's not tough. It's just like okay, you know, it reminded old. me of yeah, well, now Mor I'm back. Mortal Kombat 11 is out in like two weeks yeah. for Switch. Yeah, that'll uh, be good. Mm. That is an adult ass game. Yes, lots of blood. What? Blood You're shaking your head. Blood doesn't equal adult. All right, you know what I mean. It's Super Mario violence. Odyssey is a better <laughs> game than any of the bullshit we're talking about here. God damn, I played it. You haven't even played Mortal Kombat 11 yet. Yeah, I don't need to. I guarantee Mario Odyssey is better than Mortal Kombat different, 11. Different, different games. Better. Apples and oranges. Yeah, okay. I'm very much looking forward to Mortal Kombat 11 coming out. I, I was originally going to play it on the Switch. I think it's graduated to a home console experience for me. Yeah. Well, that's I such think. a visual delight what, right? of watching ribs get broken and balls get ripped out. But know? I don't care too much about that. It's just like I feel like NetherRealm has earned their keep when it comes to the single player experience. What was once you for me like, oh, this is going to be a fun playing thing. I'm like, you know what? Nah, I want to experience this the right way. Give okay. me a 65 inch TV. Let's go, baby. Are they Let's doing do Rage 2 on Switch? No. I would guess not because it's open world Yeah. and it's id and avalanche, but there's rumors of Borderlands 2 getting ported over, right? Isn't that? 2? Yeah. That would be good. To switch? Yeah. Bayonetta 3? Holding out hope for that. Uh, yeah, okay, eventually. so last I have is a Nintendo Live February 2019 that id Software and Bethesda are still investigating if Rage 2 would be possible on Switch. Hmm. Got it. Investigating. Mm-hmm. That could be cool. So what What else have you been playing on the Switch? Those are it. That's it. Yeah, okay. Well, you we we got to get you educated, man. We got to get no, you some good experiences here. Because there's, there's a well, lot I gave, of You know, thing, I, gave, I, I put it in a drawer. And it was I, I When it first, well, two years ago, a year, year and a half ago. Yeah. It was spring. Um, um, 2017. Yeah. Two years ago. And, and I just, uh, I bought a few games for it and then realized I wasn't into it and put it in a drawer. And that was yeah, it. Didn't yeah. go back to it. It's like me and the Vita. All right. First, first off, what's the Vita? Curse your tongue. 
First off, good, that's a solid, solid question. Vita is what came and made this thing possible, all right? <laughs> it died for the Switch's sins. All the old PlayStation handles. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had that too. Yeah? I had that too. Mm-hmm. Greg. That's older, though. That's a like lot of people. The Vita's older. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It came out in, what, 2011? That sounds right. Yeah. I'm not the date guy. I never was. <laughs> <laughs> I was always just like, I enjoy this, yes. Off the Switch, though, what have you been playing? Off the switch instead of the switch. Like, oh, uh, PlayStation, Xbox, Call of Duty, the the last Call of Duty. You playing Blackout, the battle royale mode? No, the one, the the World War Two one. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, so you're a while yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, no, I knew it was old when I bought it. Oh, sure, yeah, oh, yeah. I don't. What really do you care? But yeah, the graphics care. on that one are gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then War also II. the battle, the Battlefield uh, World War Two one, I think. Okay. Battlefield yeah. Five. Is that it? Yeah, That's with the, the last war one stories last and all that stuff. I love those games. I love the campaigns on them. And they do mm -hmm. a lot of updates. I just got an email about another update they're doing for, That's for the Battlefield thing. Five. See, I'm the type of gamer that I don't I don't play enough that when I do go to play, I've got about an hour and a half of updates before I can actually <laughs> Sucks. play. I'm with you, man. So then I'm yeah. like, ah. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. Greg, yeah. speaking of the Switch and cool games, adult games, if you will. Oh, Katana uh, Zero. Katana Zero. Barrett! Barrett played it and beat it too. He's like, uh, I think I'm right there. I have like one more VHS tape to do and stuff. But uh, yeah, uh, me and Barrett have put a lot of time. Can into I bring this up guy. Katana Zero? Please. This is a samurai. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. be yeah. perfectly honest. I don't really know much about what Katana Zero is. Perfect. Okay, so it was shown at the Nindies event at GDC mm -hmm. and showed during the Nindies showcase at GDC. Uh, 2D side scroller deal, right? Where you're going through and oh, you cool. are this nin ninja, right? It's like, and what was it? Like Shinobi style kind of thing? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Uh, I don't want to say cyberpunk, right? But it's that neo noir, like neo Tokyo yeah. kind of look to it. Beautiful. If Andy was to go make a game, he would use his color palette, obviously, and it would be those. Oh, yeah, this neons. is dope. Right, yeah, exactly. How good is this? And this is what you're talking about, too, right? You want an adult game for your Switch, right? This is, you are an assassin, and you are going through with your blade to kill all sorts of different people. Uh, even as you were watching right now, or if you're listening, I can explain. Uh, you're seeing uh, basically go to black and white here as you go through. Every time you go into a new area and you start playing, if you fail, he'll go, no, that wouldn't work. Because the idea is that he's running through it in his head before he goes off and does it right. And he can re you time rewind powers, and you can see into the future based on the drugs you're on. Uh, you see the blood, you see the, the, the stuff getting cut down. This is a basic level. Uh, as you progress, right, like, it's a one, it's a one hit kill for you, one hit kill for your enemies. Uh, people will shoot at you. You can slow down time and then use your samurai blade and knock the bullets back at them to kill them. You have this dodge roll that you were seeing uh, as they go through la lasers here. Boom, you get to go through stuff that way. Uh, up here in the top left, you see the left trigger, which is the little bar. That's the amount of time you can slow down. You can, uh, it's got a... It's 2D, obviously, and side-scrolling, but it's got a Hotline Miami feel to it, right? Of like, you can pick up, you pick up uh, items that you'll hold in your other, it says B on this screen for me, it's a, what, A on uh, Switch, where I'll be able to run through and fight guys, but then throw something at another or guy. Lantern, exactly. They have a lot of like statue heads and stuff like yeah. that in there and stuff. Yeah, uh, I played it the entire way out to New York. So what, four and a half hours or whatever, and that got me to I think the penultimate level. Right, we were talking before. Right, I have room, I have room for one more tape in there. Or whatever. Mm -hmm. This is a Switch game. Yep. Yeah. Oh wow. How long did it take you, Barrett? Uh, I don't know. I remember playing. I played it almost in one sitting on like Saturday yeah. when we we're uh, uh, porty sitting, um, and so time did not like time was. 
like a thing of an imagination when I was playing this game. So uh, yeah, I was really digging it. You um, loved it, right? Yeah I, yeah, I loved it, and it's uh, definitely like up there for games I've played so far this year. Um, I, and I love the the story in it, and like the way they mm. explain like the whole like. Um, Obviously, with these types of games, like when you die and you go back, like you have games like that with uh, Super Meat Boy and Celeste and stuff of like, oh, you have to go back. But they actually work that into the story and what's happening to your character. Yeah, they, um, well, they, uh, this is remember uh, when they showed it during the Nindies Direct presentation. It was, hey, yeah, the gameplay is cool, but then there's this also thing where you're talking to a therapist and making word choices. So as you start playing, you get, uh, pretty quickly understand that there's more happening than you're just a regular hitman and how does that all play into it and then you go home and you start developing relationships with people outside of your house which then obviously get in so they're trying to tell a real like narrative here yeah and, and like they do a really cool stuff again you're rewinding time based on the drugs you're on uh they do a re there's a really 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 cool scene where this is a little bit of spoilers but it's not like the story is like that that but but like for me it was you've seen this other guy he eventually captures you and puts you on a chair right and he keeps killing you but then you keep rewinding time to beforehand and you start using the things he was saying. Like, you know, when he, he reveals that he has a date or he's late for. So then you say that before he says it. And then and he's like, wait, how do you know? Whatever. Bam, shoots you. And like you start getting more and more tidbits to piece it together before he figures out what's going on. And like, you're like, this is a cool drug and it's a cool idea and it's a cool yep. story element for why you can rewind time. And does How does that work, though? Like if you is it choice based of like you need to remember the things that they no, said? you'll see the dialogue options are all there and like you can. Yeah. It, you, They're you, pretty easy. Like if you keep going. Yes, yes, yes. You, you know, you're not going to move the plot along, but you see the new option pop up. Like, what about your date or what about this guy you just mentioned? And you select that and the guy's like, wait, what the fuck? And then it gives you more information to say the next time and the next time and the next time. And then finally get to the boss fight you need to to move on. Right. Uh, yeah, the um, the gameplay is super fun. I'm super yeah. Like the the story they're presenting here, like I could see this being a really cool like 2019 neo noir like type of movie. Um, like what they're presenting, I don't want to say too much because I think it's a it's a type of story you should kind of experience firsthand. But uh, yeah, super into it. And this was something like I did not know anything about the game before playing it, so it was it was really cool to go in fresh and because I don't really remember the Nindies event, so I was like, oh yeah, I kind of remember this game. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, did not expect it. Uh, expect to be as into it as I was. Yeah. Um, did so you was, play uh, Messenger and Celeste? Uh, I did not play Messenger. Celeste is uh, a fantastic game that I love. How do you think it compares? I don't like to Celeste. Celeste is a hard one because that one is so personal to me and like what that story is. Um, and I think the the kind of the challenging part of Celeste is also like what makes it so great i think there are definitely some levels in here that are laid out uh challenge like in a challenging way yeah but they're but not it, crushing like Celeste no they're not super point. crushing so i don't think it um has that appeal of being like super challenging or anything there's definitely like a there, couple there's uh, yes if i can cut you off yeah. there there was like one there's a couple what they do like because again like the it's out april 18th that's when the review embargo for scored embargoes post we're allowed to talk but there's like a little bit we can't go past in terms of showing anything um there, I think from the, the one knock I had when we were talking about it, when you're like, oh, I loved it. I was like, yeah. oh, I really liked it, but I think I had really high expectations coming off the, the Nindy Direct. Still love it. Still think it's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. It's just early on, I feel like you get everything. Like, yeah. you had, like, it's not like you're going, like, you're talking about Messenger, where Messenger kept changing, right? And I feel like a lot of the games we play, here's a new ability 30 minutes in, 15 minutes, or, you know, hours later that gives you something new to do. Whereas this one, you pretty much have it all down from the beginning. So where it starts getting interesting gameplay-wise and challenging is, cool, here's a room of 
four different guys, and yeah. one of them's just a brawler, one of them has a one-shot gun, the other has a shotgun that you can't reflect back because it's too many pellets, and the other guy is one of the other swordsmen where you can hit his blade, that'll stun him, but you have to then get back to yeah. kill him. And it's like, now it's this game of... Who am I waiting for to get close to hit with the door like Hotline Miami to then roll in to kill that guy to do this? And like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, you have to start like actually. It, it is very. Management. It does remind me a little bit of Celeste in that uh, sense as well. Where yeah. like Celeste, you pretty much until the end game, uh, you pretty much have everything uh, in your arsenal for the entire game. Well, every chapter gives you a new ability. Well, every chapter has like a different like thing in the level design that you have to go around with, but like the abilities in Celeste were really just jump and dash. Right, um, and most of the levels in Celeste had only one set path to get through. You, like you had to jump in this particular pattern, and it was about right. nailing the pattern and not right. like choosing your path, right? Mm. But uh, yeah, but like the 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 thing that it reminded me of was like yeah, you get all your abilities pretty early on, and then it's up to you to kind of when you're presented with the layout of a new level of like, okay, how do I use just the two things that I have to kind of figure this out and uh, navigate throughout? Yeah, that's, um, that's what really, I really... That's really enticing to me. That sounds yeah. awesome because one, probably my only real critique of Celeste mm. is I feel that the later levels are way more fun than the early levels because you have all the abilities mm. and going back after to do the B-sides isn't as fun because like I, I want my double jump. I want my mm -hmm. like things that I'm used to having and mm -hmm. when you don't have them, it kind of feels a little bit empty. Mm -hmm. Um, so I like this idea that you just kind of have everything and it's less about like the enhancing your abilities and more about using the, the room and the skills. What's interesting have. about it is I feel too, for me with the four and a half hours just playing straight, I got into a rut of, oh, this is how I do it. And I run through blah, blah, blah. I was trying to beat it, uh, in between shows today so that I would just be done with it and have like, oh, I did beat it. Blah, blah. I didn't make it through just cause it's been a busy day. And, uh, but what I noticed is jumping in, you know how you come back to a game after I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Blah, blah. I started playing it different in way more dodge rolling than yeah. I was before mm. in dodge. When I was like, oh, this is actually easier than it was the way I was doing it before. And it's maybe even more fun now because I am rolling through people's legs when they're shooting. I thought for a long, when I was playing before, I was very much like running into the room, freeze. And then whereas this, it is like door open, roll, 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 get behind the other guy. Oh, fuck, yeah. stab him. You know what I mean? Like, keep yeah. Cause it out. wasn't until like halfway through the game is when I started using a lot of the slowdown time. Like yeah. I was, and that was easily, the other thing too, is the game yeah. to, like in the, I guess that, you know, I mean, it's an interesting as we talk about it, like, you have all the stuff, but then the levels make you use it in different fashion. Right. And that was like, and they do a good job of like, you think you got it down a shotgun guy. Okay. You think that now there's a turret. Now there's this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for people to get their, their hands on this and for more people to kind of beat it because I have a lot of questions yeah, about, yeah, there, uh, yeah, save all your spoiler stuff. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's a lot of stuff in the end where I have questions about, um, and I can't wait to, you know, not be one of the, the few people have gone through because, it's so cool, and I just I, I need people to talk about it with. Yeah, so. mm -hmm. really stunning visually, as we've said from the beginning. The gameplay is fun. Yeah. Uh, I think I when you and I talked about it in New York, I think I was more like, yeah, it was fun, but I use all stuff and blah. And then today playing it, I was like, man, I got to get back to this. Like it re that's cool. Reawakened yeah, it. I, I was a little bummed out because I was really looking forward to this game. And when we were, we were flying to New York, I was planning on playing it the whole way as well. Yeah, um, but then I. It's like a Smash Brothers kind of game. Update for everyone: you can all hold your applause, but I do, in fact, have all thirteen hundred and three. Yeah. 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 Oh, I did he it! I did it! I did it! That's um, an impressive finally, feat. yeah, it's impressive. Uh, was it worth it? No, no. What did it cost no. you? It cost me everything, <laughs> everything. Greg. Sure. Everything. Uh, yeah, no. So instead, I, I waste my time doing that. But then afterwards, I was like, "Oh, Greg, how is it?" And you didn't seem super up on it. We were coming off the plane, yeah, and I think it was just uh, the tiredness of being on a plane for a while, mixed with the fact of just like 
trying to juggle your ideas, being cramped into a thing and playing mm-hmm. it or whatever. Uh, yeah, I I think I had such high expectations uh, coming into it from what we saw. I was like, oh, man, did it meet him? And then taking time off and coming back to it, I'm like, oh, no, it did. Like, this is cool. this is really okay. well done, and I really do like it. And I think it is, a, like, you're talking about an adult Switch game, right? Like, yeah. of, like here is a game that is, not, like, I think it's, it's wrestling with issues in a good, you know, you're talking about the story, and there yeah. is so much stuff with this therapist you're talking to and how much do you want to share and like you know we're talking about the dialogue choices that's in everything you know how in like games you know you you sit there and you wait for the dialogue to pop up but you can hit the button to make it all pop up if you hit the button here it's not you skipping the dialogue for the most part it's you choosing the option of just like fucking stop talking to me which actually changes what they do or how they share or what they say awesome. to you yeah. so like that's there is really a thing cool. in there yeah so it's actually it's I've a game that, that. it's a game that's actually really enticing you to sit there and let it all pop up it's trying to it's doing something that i don't feel and this is not obviously celeste but doing something i think a lot of side scrolling platform you know platformers whatever you want to call them don't do that much of like no no we have really engaging gameplay and we're trying to tell you a very specific story well everybody tries to tell you a story but like you're engaging and you're going to change the way people want to talk to you or interact with you if you skip this that's cool yeah the last what if, if you die and go back do you have to go through the? Then, then they give you shortcuts. When you do that, when you have to do dialogue yeah. again, right? That was the thing. That's yeah, the only there's like I would ever, uh, would, I would ever fast forward through a. You've a seen storyline. I've seen it already. Yeah, this one, if memory, if memory serves, if you die and have to see a conversation again, it pops up pretty quick. No. Uh, so uh, it, it might pop up quicker. I just remember replaying like the first couple of levels again, um, and uh, the, I think the second guy you have to go after, like if you choose, if you go through and like choose an option really quickly and then die and then have to go and do the level all over again if you go to that guy again and let's say I did like the fuck you like I just want to kill you right now yeah. um, you really? don't you who, don't get another the guy option. at the balcony edge yeah I could have sworn I did die in that level and come back and then he went faster he did go faster but I didn't even get a choice to say anything else to him oh Which, right yeah because yeah. you're locked into what you said right yeah I think that plays to what he's saying uh, okay, like, okay, he, okay. he just doesn't want to like if you've made your choice and you die and you come back to it yeah it's gonna throw you back to where you were rather than make you do it again okay cool we're on the same page Uh, last thing I'll say I I decided to become an adult uh, this morning and uh, applied for a credit card at oh. my at my bank. And Good for you. Uh, thank you. Look at him growing up before our eyes, guys. And uh, last time I was at my bank, uh, I was at IGN, and so uh, I was updating information, and the guy was helping me. He was like, oh, did you really work at IGN? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm with Kind of Funny now. I pimped out my shirt. And um, he was asking me, like, oh, what are the games that, like, I, I have a Switch? Like, what should I play? And I, I was like, all right, Ape Out. And then before I left, I was like, there's a game coming out in a week, Katana Zero. I wrote down for it. Nice. Uh, wrote, wrote that down for him. Yeah, because so. you're you love it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like it. I think. What was the other one? Ape, 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 ape out. out. Oh yeah, ape, ape out. out's a good yeah. one. Yeah, that's you, a good yeah, one. You like these monkey games? You'll like this. Ape <laughs> <out>. <laughs> <laughs> love, I love a good monkey game. Oh yeah, you'll like hey, this actually, one. Actually, Kev, can you pull up Ape I'm, Out? I'm on it. Yeah, on. I want to show him because like Ape Out's a very, a very special game, very unique, and it, it uses uh, jazz music and kind of just like fun, uh, procedurally generated gameplay. <laughs> if you don't know Ape Out, please gentlemen, play Ape Out. Oh, that's cool. So like as you kill them, it, it's making the music actually play. Like you're you're making the jazz cymbal pop as you kill these guys. Audio designed by Matt Bach. Fantastic. Formerly of Harmonix. Actually, oh. I think he's still there. So, oh wow, where is where has this been? <laughs> uh, it's a Devolver game, just like Katana Zero. It just yep. came out a couple to weeks make ago. Fucked up shit for you because yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. what Devolver does. And yeah. also come this week, Cuphead. That's for Which Switch. I know it does for Switch. Lot, mm-hmm. Cuphead on Switch. Yeah. Cuphead, Cuphead on Switch. Switch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's another thing I can't get away from. I want to play Katana Zero, but I'm like, 
Got to get my scores up, though. Gotta I go usually bust back Katana Zero, right? It's not that just long. Like yeah. you said, four no, and a half hours, five yeah, hours. I, I want to. It's yeah. just, you know. Just let me so. be the one who beat Cuphead three times. Three times. And, and Barrett has to walk keep one-upping me. Right? Listen, Barrett asked somebody uh, who also, Tim, has done this too. I feel your pain because he deliberately went into Amplitude and looked at all my high scores and mm, said, and beat them. it's my mission to take Andrea down. Yeah. And so, I did. Yeah, he. Uh, we Hard. both beat it twice. Our second time on Switch, but then I also had to save on PC. So I went through my PC and... Beat him there, so there you go. Damn. Fuck you, Tim. Someday, are you, are you someday I'll get my Cuphead? scores back up. Which one? The game Cuphead? No. Kevin. I'm on it. Bring up some Cuphead. <laughs> this, is us, this is us sell Devin Sawa Switch sell. games. Well, no, because that's the thing. So Cuphead's coming to Switch, and I, I really want to push it as much as possible because I want people to buy it because I want more resources being put towards Cuphead. this game. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's hand animated. And the idea is uh, it's like a 19, I don't know, 30s game, like a Felix the Cat looking. That's just a song. Actually, yeah, you you picked the one that's just the oh, soundtrack. Um, <laughs> but it's in the style of these old uh, animations. Just pick that oh, that's video. cool. And it's a Switch too. Oh, it's great. It's pretty much just boss yeah. fights, and it's brutally hard, super uh, challenging. No, I don't and you just do it over <laughs> and over. That's really awesome. Oh no, no. They no, do no. have a, a simple normal mode. mode yeah, but it's what is the, <laughs> even the normal mode is really challenging. Idiot mode. <laughs> Yeah, it's that looks pretty hard. It's super cool though, and it's super fun, and it is man, one of the one that's of the that's cool to look at. Yeah, it's really really cool to look at. If if you don't want to play it, just watch YouTube videos because it's it's worth watching. And the music is really well done. Yeah, the the whole package is just very very tight. Hello, um, congratulations by the way. The newlywed Demetrius Newell. All right. Gifted Dim sixty three. All right. So this is what I screwed up, and now I gotta I fill this out to fix it. Is that what yes. I do? Okay, okay. This is Devin. Devin, hey, this is Gifted man. Dim. Pleasure to meet you. All right. So uh, I performed the ceremony under religious domination of any, which I didn't, but now I will write in this one: American Marriage Ministry. You can keep going. With the show. I remember I'm when sure. I filled that sheet out, they Wait, very specifically were like, "You have okay. to congratulations. put it in the, in the box. You can't like scribble over." Mm. They got very mad. Does this yeah. officially make it official? I hope so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't the first the time. Yeah. <laughs> and then make your marriage certificate into a PDF because you're going to have to give it to a lot of people. Exactly. Especially in the military, too, because i got to pass it in and get ID cards for her and all mm -hmm. this oh, stuff. Oh, thank you for your service. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, really cool stuff. Falcon Age, Andrea. Yeah. <laughs> That's a video game Falcon that you've been playing. Um, so this is a game from Outer Loop Games. Um uh, full disclosure that my cats are in the game. Um, so Eka had asked me, one of the developers on the game, he's like, do you want to get your, a photo of your pet in the game? And I was like, yes, I do. Um, so if you can find them, um, they're hidden somewhere in the game. But um, I tried it on PSVR mm -hmm. because this is a game that was built for, for virtual reality. But of course, you can play it just on your PS4 as well. And you play this young girl who's in prison and in her cell, there's a window, and at the very beginning of the game, there's a, a bird's nest, and there's a falcon there, and there's a little baby falcon. Um, and the mama bird gets killed by this ro robot, like, guard. Um, and then you have to, the, the little baby bird falls into your cell, and you essentially, like, become friends with it. You have to take care of it, and you feed it. It's like Once Upon um, a Forest. Uh, I never played that. No, it's a movie. A movie? Okay. Yeah, classic. I don't know what you're talking about. It's fantastic. Um, and so the idea is that you have to break out of your prison cell... Um, and that you want to take the bird with you. Um, and there's no humans on in this prison. It's just all robots, like automated guards. And it's I'm not far enough along in this. And it's a short game, but I'm not far enough along in the story to know kind of like what happens. But essentially, you're trying to like overthrow these these robot overlords. Yes. So this is the bird. That's the girl that you play as. 
Um, and you can feed your bird. You can fist bump your bird. Um, there's a special hat that you can wear that makes it appear as the baby bird all the time. So there's a lot of different costume pieces that you can get for your bird, which is kind of fun. Um, you can send your bird out to hunt stuff, and then it'll bring back, you know, <laughs> bring back little um, chunks of meat for you. You can cook treats for it. But it's a it's a cute little story. It's I am not like super clear on like what the overall narrative is of the game, mostly because I'm just obsessed with how cute the bird is. That's what made Falcon Age spring to prominence, right? Mm -hmm. Was that when Akka started putting out the gifts of the bird and the bird dancing on your arm and the fist bumping, it was the bird that stole the show and why that was, I think people started sharing and gifting so much of it. Right, Yeah. exactly. Um, But I'm really glad that they added a a non-combat mode because when they were showing the game at a lot of trade shows, they got feedback from from parents with kids who were like, oh, my kid wants to play this game, but we don't want to have any combat in it. So they made this exploration mode where you can just kind of head out with your bird and, you know. Do everything, yeah, yeah, where combat is optional. Exactly. Wing it. Yeah, yeah. Just wing it. Good job, Tim. Good yeah, job. Exactly. Thank you. Thank uh, Falcon, sorry I'm joining late. Had to finish no, yeah, this that's marriage okay. I screwed up or whatever. Just, just, marrying, uh, just marrying people just, over here. How many are you going to do that to? Screw th- I, you know, I filled out the same way I filled out everybody else's application, and they're all married, and then San Francisco wants to bust my balls on a Thursday. Uh, Wait, do you have a, some sort of marriage license? Yeah, yeah. You, do, you, you, do. Just, you know, it's on the internet. You go, bloop, and there you go. You're a minister. Great, cool. thanks. And wow. Apparently now I have to put in a domination, denomination, which is not true, but whatever. I don't want to argue. I was it there. I would have given that city clerk a piece of my mind. I digress. Falcon Age. Uh, for, <laughs> for disclosure, Portillo's in the game too, on the wall over there as a pet. But also that Gen uh, Pop Agenda, they represented it for brand management and PR stuff. Uh, I've talked about Falcon Age on the show before. It's the one where I went at Dice and played it and did it in VR and then a little bit in uh, a handheld or not handheld, holding a controller, playing on a TV mode. It was really into it when I played it. Stick with me. We're about to go on a ride. Uh-oh. Falcon Age sco- dropped, right? Uh, at least codes for us dropped. And I was like, okay, great. It was when we were in New York I got mine. So coming back, Jen hadn't been home for two weeks or whatever. So I had played it in VR and really dug it in VR, but then had gotten the taste of playing it on a TV with the controller at the end of my demo. So I was like, I know it's st- you can play it both ways, and I already kind of know the experience in VR. I'm just going to play it on the TV so that I can actually see Jen and talk to her now that she's home, not be lost in a world. Like, good to see you again, babe. You know, I just be gone and like sitting there with my move wands doing all this stuff. I played that first night in non VR. So I played it on the TV and I was crestfallen. Like, I was like, oh my God, like, I'm just not having a good time. I started taking notes, right, of like my problems with it. I'm just like, I was like, the it's, a, it's not a huge map, but. It's the, the environment is big, right? Like you're in these, you know, uh, canals, I guess. So it's more like Grand Canyon stuff. Like you're all over there. And I remember saying in my notes here, right, of just like, I didn't feel like I was being rewarded for exploring because I was like moving around. The pathing around. is very much designed for virtual reality right. control schemes. Yep. Um, Steimer was talking about this too um, on our episode of What's Good is that she's playing it on PS4 and I'm playing it in PSVR. And have you played a virtual reality game no. before? So the way that the controls work in order to prevent motion sickness while you're in the headset is right. that it's like a teleporting system. Some games do have like fluid motion, but I, I prefer the teleporting. Um, so you're kind of moving forward like chunks at a time right. instead of just moving like you normally would in a game to prevent yourself from getting nauseous. Right. Um, and because of that, it's clear that when you're not in the VR headset, they didn't quite connect or, or change the locomotion, yep. and so the pathing in the regular world feels 
very barren. And that was the thing of like I was like you there's you know you go up walkways and like staircases without stairs but walkways and there'd be time coming down where I felt like I was perfectly straight but I guess I was a little bit off and you'd stop and it'd be like this awkward thing I'm like oh crap move and then go down and it's like it was just little shit that you got experience and then like moving my head up and down felt not janky but like it was like a little more rigid than it like it feels like to move your head in a game with sticks. Is that like, the, is that the game or is it is it they not mastered the virtual reality? No this is it's the opposite where they master the VR. This they, is so me playing the game and what Andrea's saying of this okay. is clearly a game that is they can go both ways obviously but it was, it was made designed for, VR. for virtual and reality. And so like it's the same thing too of like Firewatch remember how there was no HUD it was like you had to bring or no uh, mini map you brought up your map to look at right like your piece of paper I'm playing on the controller and that's how they do Falcon H2 where you have to bring out your map and it was this weird thing of like bringing it out okay then moving and be like wait where was I bringing it back up and I'm like I don't feel empowered this isn't good there's no fast travel so like you're just running and I was like oh blah 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 the next day, I find you know I, I we were here actually, and I put it on and I picked up the sticks, and it was night and day. I'm just like, oh right, this is the way to play this game. I still think like I, my problem when I was going to bed after playing it on TV was like, this just feels like a, a basic game, and I and I like you know what I mean. Like obviously we know Eka, and I know how much we worked on the game, and I was like, it feels not it, it it's something the head movement, the running into the walls, the fact that I'm the why isn't there fast travel? Eh. Playing it in VR, it was like, okay, this is where it was meant to be. This is where the problems I'm having with it playing on a TV, I'm not having here. No fast travel doesn't matter when you're teleporting with the move wand. When I'm pointing and I'm going, mm-hmm. boom, boom, boom. Suddenly it wasn't a chore I felt to navigate the world. Uh, when my hand, when I, my whole view is the uh, the world, obviously, and I turn my head any way I want to, holding a map in one hand and glancing at it and then walking and if I have to, looking at it again, is way easier than it is with a controller having it in my face and I'm trying mm-hmm. to walk around, right? Mm-hmm. Like... I, I I commend them for having a non VR mode in there for the people who don't have do you, VR. Th- that's a question I have: is do you think that it's a detriment to it that it has a, a mode that it sounds like isn't good compared to the the core game, which is VR? I don't think it's a detriment. That's my thing. Is I, I you say is it a detriment? No, because the it, the VR game is still the VR game and it is good. It is fun to play. Right there, it, it, you feel. It's it's more interesting to run around, play, explore. Like even using the bird, I felt was just a better experience that way. Because to Andrea's point, like there's you know you can ha- send it up to attack. There's uh, satchels that are like hanging from walls that are like the hidden things you send the bird up to go get and do, and you feel more into it. It's another way to experience. I think it's the lesser way. Is it's, there is there anything it does better than the VR mode? No, no, probably not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so then that's things like then I, I feel like that is a detriment where it's like well, if, detriment if, means it's taking away from the VR mode. It's not taking away from the VR mode, right? But it's taking away from the the overall product. I would I would imagine. Sure. Okay. Like, sure. That's fair it, that the people I, are buying I the gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. No, yeah. I think that there's certainly room for improvement in the PS4 version of the game. I absolutely understand why they put it out. If anything, it's like a maybe like a sales piece to get PSVR and say, you know, do you really want to experience this game? And it's you know in its best form tried in in PlayStation Mm. uh, VR but um, I did I was hoping that it was going to be you know a little bit more polished for the PS4 version but I think it's also important to remember this is not a $60 game it's nineteen ninety nine. It's a very small indie team, yeah, well, and yeah. so I think it's important to also like manage expectations for what you're expecting from this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah. but I that said, I, yeah, I it needs wonder. more. It needs more polish for sure. Absolutely. If it was just like it's a twenty dollars game, it's a VR game. That's what it is. That's where it's 
best. And that's the thing is I don't know how much I remember when I found out it wasn't not it, uh, it wasn't just VR. It was like, "Oh, I didn't know that." And I don't know if that is a huge selling point. And to your point, I I, I don't think it takes away from the game, the the VR version of the game, but I do understand what you're saying of that people are going to like, you know, IGN gave it an 8, right? And I've seen 7s and 7.5s going around. Somebody's going to buy it maybe and not think that oh this was reviewed as a VR game right and play it as the PlayStation yeah. I like what do people why I'm not in this experience I'm not feeling it the same way I can see that happening yeah yeah but even in VR like I and I I mean basic it's a weird thing to say right even in VR it's okay this is fun and I'm enjoying it and it was cool I'm pl- it's an easy platinum which I of course am all about like I got that you yeah. know what I mean I had a great time but like yeah, it didn't blow my hair back. I had fun in it, and I enjoyed it, and I, I liked the ride. But, like, my big thing, you know, I know when we've talked about Tim in the past here, like, uh, with reviews, right, and how how do we handle that, and what do we do? And people have been like, well, you know, like, money means so much to us in terms of how much, of course, this game was sent to us by, uh, well, Pop Agenda. Uh, <laughs> and Falcon Age team, right? Like, for me personally, my endorsement of it would be, like, I would wait for it to come down in price. Even at $20, I think you could wait for a sale and, and get it that way and have that experience from it. It's mm-hmm. it's a quality experience. It was fun, but yeah, it was a night for me with like a little bit of cleanup later. A night for platinum. Yeah, yeah. With a, well, mm. a, a night with cleanup. Like so, it would have been probably a night and then what? Another two hours, three hours, maybe the next night or whatever. Hmm. But it's 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 beautiful. It's pretty. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I think it does a lot of cool things with VR in terms of pointing and going. Uh, yeah, the- and like I've, I vividly remember this moment where I sat back on my couch and just kind of tipped my head all the way back with the headset on mm-hmm. and just like watched. The bird like just like fly around up in the sky and like yeah. it just really reminds you that this was this is like what VR can do what the future and the promise of virtual reality. So mm. um, I would encourage people who do have a PSVR headset that this game is a good showpiece for that and it's a it's a, a much better game in VR than than not. Hmm. Yeah, for me and that was what I was trying to. Uh think about you know what i mean because obviously these conversations about reviews and how we frame our our, our coverage uh, of games we've completed and want to talk about for me it was the thing I, I yeah i think i would wait for it to come down in price uh but again it's the technical aspect of it of like it's a cool vr game i do like it i like you know we filmed when eka came through for gdc we did a conversation about why he and his team have made so many playstation vr games and talked about it that way that's the way it'll be on the PlayStation VR show going forward. I don't think it would be on my short list of PlayStation VR titles that I would be like, you got a PlayStation VR? Pick this up. Not taking anything away from it. It's, again, a good game. I'd be in the sevens if I was reviewing it, you know, this, that, or the other. Uh, but yeah, that's where I came down with it. I was like, all right, cool. That was a cool experience. But I feel like we've gotten so far past that. And that's yeah. what I was, I need to go back and reread a lot of the reviews because I know some people were talking about really connecting with the story and, you know, the colonizers and all this stuff. I felt like, I don't, I don't feel like I missed anything, and it's like that thing of, like, I didn't get that. Especially, I'll be interested when you beat it of, like, some of the ways they introduce some of the characters at the end and what they do. It's just like, okay, cool. Like, this is there's a lot of interesting ideas, and again, yeah, the bird is really cool to have and send out to do stuff. It's it's I'm looking forward to, I hope they do come back to it. I hope they do more with it, whether it's a Falcon Age 2 or some kind of DLC that takes all the feedback in. Because hmm. there's really something cool there. The bird is really engaging. Giving all the different outfits and stuff are as engaging, but it's also this thing where... It's engaging in the way of like, oh, cool, I made you the baby bird. And then it's like, I don't, there's a whole, there's so many costumes and little toys for it to play with and stuff that I was just you like. You put a bow tie on it. Sure, yeah. And, and But it's like, <laughs> you have all these recipes to make and all these different things that it, I feel like in a way there's a lot of fat on it. Where there's like, okay, cool, you can make all these different treats that'll give you plus charisma or this, that, or the other. And it's like. What do you use those for? Exactly. I used it for to get a better deal on the dragon helm I bought at the very end just to get the trophy. Like I wasn't, the gameplay itself was never, 
you need to be doing this or here's how you're going to balance it. And like I was even making treats most of the time because I didn't feel like I needed to heal the bird up mm-hmm. beyond its halfway point and stuff. Mm. It's a, it's, it's a cool game. It's a good game. It's somewhere in the sevens of this is what it is and it's something to do. And it's an easy platinum. I it want to talk about platinum. more easy platinum. Oh, but sure. first, I want to let you know about our sponsors. Shout out to Upstart. Applying for a loan is a lot like applying for a job that you don't get to interview for. Instead, loan companies make their decisions based off of your credit score and history without getting to know the whole you. Now, thanks to Upstart.com, it's never has to be that way again. Upstart is revolutionizing the way that you borrow money by rewarding you for your job experience and education in the form of a small, a smarter interest rate. This is great. It could have totally helped us when we were first starting off. It's kind of funny. I know there's a lot of people out there that are starting podcast companies, starting video production stuff, starting just anything when it comes to, to video game journalism or whatever you want to call it. Um, and Upstart can definitely help you there. Unlike traditional credit underwriting, which could be biased against people with short credit history, Upstart goes beyond the traditional stuff when assessing your credit worthiness. Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in less than two minutes without affecting your credit score. And the best part is once it's all approved, it happens within a day. Within 24 hours, you can be getting the money. It's fantastic. Over ten, over 100,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards, student loans, fund their wedding, or to make large purchases. See why Upstart's ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash kind of funny to find out how low your upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes two minutes and won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash kind of funny. U-P-S-T-A-R-T dot com slash kind of funny. And thank you to Warby Parker. Uh, thanks to Warby Parker for supporting the Kind of Funny podcast. Warby Parker makes high-quality, stylish, and affordable glasses that start at only $95, including prescription lenses. Uh, plus, lenses include anti-glare and anti-scratch coatings. Blue light filtering lenses are also now available. For every pair of glasses sold, Warby Parker distributes a pair of glasses to someone in need, and they make buying glasses online easy and risk-free with their home try-on program. The Home Try-On program allows you to order five pairs of glasses shipped directly to your door where you can try them on in the comfort of your own home and get feedback from friends, family, colleagues, or all the best friends out there. Because guess what? I did exactly this. I need some glasses. I've been wearing the same glasses for way too long, over a decade at this point, and they went out of style. I mean, I don't even know if they were in style when I first got them, if I'm being completely honest with you. But they make this easy. They send you the box. You get to go online. You choose out the styles that you want, and you can put them on. Here it is. You get to ask around, see what's going on with your friends. Then if you need help from them, you let them know. You can order them, send them back if you need, kick up your feet. They're going to come to you and you're going to be looking good and being able to see well. Uh, Which frames are my favorite? Let's see. Right now we got these five. I need to ask you. Let's try a couple on. This is number one. Let's put them on. See what you guys think. All right. I want to see in in the comments below. Do you like these? I don't know. Option number one. Let us let me know in the comments. Let's go straight to option number three, a.k.a. the Anthony Carbonis. Putting these guys on. Ow! I pinched myself. That was my bad. They're growing on me, Tim. Am I, Are they? they am, are. I, am I cool enough to pull this off? No, but Only like, you. Only you can let me know. I don't trust Kevin. You know what I mean? Uh, and then the final pair, Number. I'm going number five for these. Let me know if this is your, if this is your bet. Boom. Number five. Vote below. And let me know. I'll get back to them. We'll see what's up. And I'll keep you guys updated on my journey to find 
my better glasses. Try Warby Parker out for yourself and see how good you look in their frames. Go to warbyparker.com slash kinda to order your own free home try-on kit with free shipping all around. That's to you and back if you don't like them. That's warbyparker.com slash kinda. Be sure to type lowercase k-i-n-d-a. So that's w-a-r-b-y-p-a-r-k-e-r.com slash k-i-n-d-a. All lowercase. And if you have an iPhone 10 like I do, be sure to download the Warby Parker app and try their new virtual try-on allowing you to try on eyeglasses seeing the realistic color, texture, and size of each style just using your phone that's awesome i cannot wait till i to do that when i get home um but yeah check out check it out these are all the ones i'm looking at let me know which ones you think i should stick with or go to warbyparker.com and tweet at me at tim gettys let me know which ones you think that i should uh try on in the next round that i do all right love you now, greg back yeah. to you real quick i told well, i just put it down as what shitty game for uh, easy platinum? i have it down I, my note is greg's shitty platinum game right 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 so <laughs> it was super weekend mode i i, I did well, the thing in ball let me take a step back here Devin. are you familiar with what platinuming a game means no so in in playstation games there's platinum there's trophies all mm-hmm. right it's achievements on yeah. xbox i'm familiar, and, familiar okay with that. yeah so you go through platinuming is you get all of the trophies okay in the game, right i've never now, done that Neither well, you haven't lived. Most right. people have. I've only gotten one, so don't what worry was it? What was it in? Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, oh, well deserved. My only that's platinum. A good, that's a good one. Um, but Greg is obsessed with this. Yes. Uh, do you have a, lots of I do have lots of It's a problem. It's a big uh, problem. How many do you have? Um, so I'm much at 80 so. Right now. Oh, 82? 82 platinums. Yeah, yeah. That's nothing. Mark Freeman watches the show. He's like, what, 146? I thought somebody the, wrote the in and has like Josh Grab out there. Josh Grab killing it too. Huh? Didn't somebody write in yeah, Recently, to yeah, to to and Gary's show with like over 180? Oh sure, yeah, I don't know, no, but I mean like Mark Freeman's. The so one these people like, are crazy, but the thing is, most of the time, people that are into this are like, I'm going to do it for the games that I love, right? And then there's some people that, that are a little more dedicated. They're like, I'll do the games I love, but I'll do, also do the games that are kind of easy. That like I'm working <laughs> on or whatever. I'm going to get the platinum in your game. Greg, Greg's one of the the worst type of people. Where um, there's a there there are many different developers out there that make games yeah. that are so shitty and so bad, but their sole purpose is they're an easy platinum, and they prey on the dollars of people like Greg Miller. Greg, tell me about your latest shitty platinum game. This is Super Weekend Mode, uh, made or at least published by, because I'm looking at the... No, okay, yeah, it's uh, Ratalakia Games. You ever heard of these guys? No. Uh-uh. You have, because it's Super Destroy O Not, uh, right? Another DX, that other crappy platinum one I had done. There's one other one I can't see at a glance, but like I've, I've played their games. Jack and Jill DX. Remember that? Can we see Jack this game, and Kevin? Jill is that possible? DX. Right, yeah, yeah. Was it Super Weekend? Super Weekend Mode. Super yeah, weekend yeah. mode, okay. Here's your platinum walkthrough. It takes five minutes. Whoa. <laughs> so, yeah, this is the game. If you're not looking at it on the screen right now, imagine like an arcade setup in terms of a, the vertical screen here. Hearts are falling, and then you are independently controlling two little ships slash bumpers that you need to shoot the boss with and collect hearts with. If a heart touches the ground or uh, eventually it gets a little bit harder here, don't worry, Tim, you get hit by some of the skulls falling or the dust bunnies, then oh, not the dust you, bunnies. you lose a life and you have to do it. But as uh, Trophy earned, there you go. As Ray Navarre has uh, pointed popping, out, dude. as he put out on uh, his uh, uh, Twitter the other day, it took him less than five minutes to do this, like four and a, four fifty. I saw you do this yesterday. Five minutes? And you were doing it at, at our desks yeah. in the in the back yeah. and like this is very hard to explain to people that don't know our setup which is very few people but we have these little capture devices for when we do party modes and I saw you playing off of that but I was so confused I thought you were playing Tetris 99 on the Switch sure 
because I was like, what's going on? That's really that looks game. insane. And I just kept looking over at you. Did He's not realize until right now you were playing this piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. It was. Do you feel good about yourself? I feel great about it. And the yeah. best part is I, I busted out the Vita last night, started oh. charging it because it's one of those cross-buy games. They know what they're doing. How much that, was it? Five bucks. Actually, with PlayStation Plus, it was three ninety nine for that for that game right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Three ninety nine. So they're just going after giving you the platinum. Hell yeah, two platinum for all four bucks. They know, man. Two bucks of platinum, I'm in. Wow. Wow is right. It's the thing. Obviously, I've known uh, about Retali Alioka games that I can never say. So your platinum's a legit platinum, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. And I have for the Horizon (laughs) one. I have. I'm working on my division one. Many, many legit platinums. He puts the time. He's got the Destiny two platinum, and I never put that time in. There you go. I was like, I ain't messing with that warlock chump. Not happening. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do Mm -hmm. remember that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's uh, they have they they just know what they're doing, and like you look at their website, right? Like here's all their games and. They're showing you that their PlayStation and Vita, like you know what I mean. It's PS4 and Vita, which means they're cross by. Which means both. that if you have both a yep. PlayStation 4 and a Vita, you can get two platinums if you do it twice. And mm. the best news so is they too, really know what so they're doing. And the other they're thing about it that we kid. we got to give them credit for, on top of the fact they're doing this, they're putting out games that have easy platinums. That they're putting out cross by games that have easy platinums. They also put them out in. Europe as well. And as you know, Tim, you can put out a game that has a shared trophy list so that if I played it in any region, I would get all the trophies. They're smart enough that they do it where they've forced PlayStation to give them another trophy list. So if I wanted to, and you're goddamn right I'm going to at some point, I can go in on my uh, Game Over Greggy UK account, buy these games, download them to my PlayStation 4, then log out, log back in as my regular Game Over Greggy account, play them again for five minutes, get all the trophies again. I'm looking at the possibility here, ladies and gentlemen, of three Platinums in Super Weekend Mode. Are you kidding me right now? Wow. What a time to be alive. Three, (laughs) not four. Well, no, I don't want to, like, the Vita works differently in terms of if I'm going to bop in and do that. You know, come on, don't mm. be crazy. No, mm. oh, okay. That, be, that would be ridiculous. Don't be crazy, yeah, yeah. That would be ridiculous. The Vita ridiculous. doesn't allow multiple logins, so I'd have to hard wipe the Vita and go in, log in his game over, Greggy, download it, and then go back, and it just wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't work. But Unless you, I'm missing something, because if I'm missing something, <laughs> let me know. Oh, wait. No, no, Vita TV works the same way. Yeah. Well, I don't think I'm missing anything, but kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. We won't look at it right now. Andrew, please tell me. Save me from this nonsense. <laughs> Dangerous driving. How's that? Um, it's a lot of fun, Tim. So it's an homage to the early Burnout games. Did you ever play the Burnout racing mm-hmm. games? Yep. So the team that used to work on that um, Criterion has moved on within EA to focus on Need for Speed and other um, new IPs that they're working on for Electronic Arts. And some of the key members that worked on the Burnout series left to form a very small company called Three Fields Entertainment. And they have now published Dangerous Driving. They've published a couple other games as well. Um, Dangerous Golf. Um, they had um, the Danger Zone, which is the crash mode previously from Burnout. And so this is really an homage to arcade racing games from the 80s and 90s. And I always want to lead with that because I kind of have gotten into some back and forth with some folks about um, the style and feel of this game. This is not designed to be like the next big thing in the Burnout par- uh, Burnout franchise, right? This is not Burnout Paradise. This is primarily focusing on a single player mode. They're adding a six player online multiplayer mode um, in like a month or so or maybe I'm getting that timing wrong they did say post launch the game came out this week 
Um, it's $26.99 and it's a ton of fun. It's the road rage mode is like the takedown mode that I loved so much where you crash in and you try to make other cars crash. Um, when you do crash a wreck, it, the wreck stays persistent on the course. So if you're in the first lap and you wreck a bunch of people, you have to like dodge their wrecks um, in subsequent laps, which I thought was a really nice touch. Um, they have added Spotify premium integration. Mm. So if you have a Spotify premium account, you can Brilliant. link it and then you can just listen to your music while you're racing. That's great. And then they've created some custom playlists to go with oh, that's it. That's really cool. Which I thought was a really fun feature. So custom playlists using Spotify or use, whoa, yeah. that seems like a weird legal loophole. Um, Sort of, but not really, because by making it a Spotify premium um, integration, you have to pay for access, and all of the music licenses are then run through Spotify, and that's how they were able, were able to afford it. Because so, our artists still, if you listen to the song in the game, then artists would be getting paid for this. Because it's Spotify. technically streaming through Spotify. That's brilliant. Yeah, because they're a really small team. Seven people made this game. And so they didn't have the funds to put in all the bells and whistles that you would get in a normal burnout game. And including doing, you know, an original soundtrack. And so they said, how are we going to get around this? You know, we have to make, <laughs> make a lot of sacrifices in the feature set because they're using this to hopefully build towards a, a bigger thing down the road. And so when I talked to Alex Ward about it, um, one of the creators of the game, he said that this was like the easiest thing for them. And I, I followed up with him afterwards and said, well, I don't have a Spotify premium account. I have a Google Play premium account. Like, are you guys going to add additional integrations? And he said, we're looking at it. You know, we're having some discussions. But right now, Spotify premium is the one integration. But we don't really see other games doing this. So yeah, no, I imagine that it'll be something that they do um, down the line for sure. That's but, very cool. Yeah, yeah, there's a bunch of different modes. There's like over 27 cars across like four different classes or six different classes. And um, all of the tracks are set in different national parks around the United States, which is kind of neat. And yeah, it's fun. It's a bunch of fun. If you love arcade racing from the 80s and 90s like I do, I think that you'll enjoy your time with dangerous driving. What platforms is it on? It's on um, Steam, PS4, and Xbox One, I believe. Let me double check, but pretty sure it's on everything. Yeah, it's been Not awesome everything. to see this... Uh start getting a lot of uh, attention. You know what I mean? Because I remember they, these guys, they had reached out and it didn't work out, but they had reached out for the game showcase back, uh, in December that they were looking into getting into it. And I was like, oh man, the game looks awesome, but I forget why it just didn't work out if they didn't have anything at the moment, but mm. whatever. Uh, but yeah, I know Gary's super into this right now. I've seen a lot of people tweeting, but a lot of people have just been ready for another burnout. Yeah. And so it's cool to see it come back. You yeah, know, in some I mean, way, shape, or form. What makes me really excited about this is what they're going to do in the future because I've been playing with it for several hours now, and while I'm really enjoying my time, there's clearly a lot missing. There's a lot of animations missing, the music is missing, the switch um, ports missing. The, sounds like the switch. I mean, this would be perfect on Switch. Um, I I agree. A switch port would be fantastic. I think that there's a lot of room for improvement, but what they have is still super fun. But I was talking to uh, on DLC about this, and and neither Jeff nor Christian really liked, really liked the game. And um, I kind of got into their face about it. I was like, "Well, you know, this is. I mean, this isn't like a triple A, AAA, like fifty million dollar game. Like it's seven people making a small indie title that you know, and they're building off of their experience from the past, from all of these racing games they used to do. And I hope that they sell a ton of it so that they we we can get like the true." 
spiritual successor to Burnout. Yeah, because Gary was talking about it, right? That, like, there's no native multiplayer, but they want, they're talking about maybe one day hopefully being able to patch that in or do something with it. No, no, they are. They've committed to okay. it. Yeah, so they're working on a six-person online multiplayer for racing and for road rage mode. Um, so that's in the works right now currently. They just haven't given a date as to when they're going to patch that in. Um, but that's gotcha. But that's coming, yeah. Cool. Final game I want to hear about from you guys is Division. What's the update? Title Basin. Oh, yeah. It's so good. World, World Tier 5. Yeah, man. Devin, you playing the Division? What's your gear score now? Get on no. it. Get on it. Start playing the Division 2. What's your problem? You got a Platinum in that? I am going to Platinum that. Yeah, but this is a good game. This is a hard game. This is, uh, this <laughs> this is like is a real Platinum. This is a real Platinum. Adult-ass game. Yeah. To give you the breaking news, yeah. The conversation about Super Weekend Mode's Easy Platinum reminded me that I would emailed uh, Rattalika Games or whatever looking to get a bunch of codes for uh, their UK and North American library, and then I just hit them up on DM, and they're like, all about it, so I'm going to have all these ones soon. Don't worry about it, everybody. Oh my gosh, Division so 2, though, uh, I haven't touched it since we did Title Basin. Of course, Andrea... A real gamer, <laughs> unlike the coward Fran Mirabella the third, who I've did in fact wake up on Friday before I flew to New York. Woke up with me at seven in the morning. Six well, woke up independently. I was up at, at five thirty that day. Woke yeah. up that morning and at six a.m. What or seven a.m. Got on and we ran Title Basin to open up World Tier Five. Yep, and it was glorious, Tim. Yeah, I love it. Tell you, I really. What's really exciting about running these strongholds are the the hope that I have for the incoming raids. So the Division 2 third-person shooter, set in the Tom Clancy universe, it's about mm. the aftermath of a widespread infection outbreak oh, cool. that kind of crippled the United States government. Yeah, bioterrorism. And you play a division agent from the Strategic Homeland Division, which is like a private underground um, operation that Last reports directly to the president. Mm -hmm. And so you've been activated as a division agent to go in and try to restore the chaos that's happening oh, in Washington, cool. D.C. And so like one of your first missions is to like take back the White House. You storm the Capitol building. You um, rescue the, the, Lincoln Memorial, the, yeah. you know, the Declaration of Independence from the National Archives. It was like there's a ton of really cool mission design Who are you in fighting? this game. Uh, a bunch of different factions that are trying to take over. Like right in the so end like of, power grab, in, in, Exactly. Right? In the vacuum of the government being able to do is everything things fallen right. now there's all these warring factions to rule dc oh cool yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah, but uh, I really love Title Basin. What's my gear score? I still haven't played since that Friday morning because oh, we went okay. to New York, we came back, I wanted to do Falcon Age, I'm playing something else now. It never stops the work of what you're going to play or what's going on. But it's I need true. To get, I need to get in there before Raid get up. Well, and they put out some new patch notes about an incoming patch on the subreddit and Greg. I know. Hold the presses. Okay, ready. They're adding red hair color, everybody. Oh, man. I wonder why. Big red being Maybe out of the game. <laughs> Thank you, Julian. You Andrea. heard my cries. Yeah, I know. If we could give a shout out to Julian, of course. Yeah, what, what, he's the he, best. He's what? What's his? He's director of the entire game. He's like? the creative director. Yeah, he's in charge of the it. entire thing. And I don't know about you, I nickel and dime this motherfucker in DMs all the time. <laughs> like I'm like, and I'm like, I swear I'm not going to use you as tech support because I understand you run the entire thing. But this, like, I had a bug after Title Basin yeah. where we finished Title Basin. Everyone's in World Tier Five. I ran over to my workbench to upgrade it and start making stuff, and it was I couldn't upgrade it. And I was like, can you guys? You're like, yeah, we got going to upgrade. And I'm like running through. And I'm like, I was trying to go to the airport. I was like, motherfucker. And sure enough, it's a known bug that's just like, fuck, they're fixing it. But it's like, I'm hitting him up. And like, what about this? And what about, I'm like the annoying kid in class. I'm like, hey, but I'm not asking my teacher. I'm going to the superintendent of all schools. Yeah. And being like, hey, yeah. the only way I can make it worse is if I was hitting up Yves Gamont and being like, hey, my workbench doesn't work. How is that possible? Or whatever. Oh, yeah. man. But I it's, love it's that. fun. I'm at like 496 right now. 
Wait, what? For the hair? Red hair? I mean, 100%. yeah. So when we were in, so <laughs> I went to several preview press events for The Division 2. And at the last one that Greg and I went to together, uh, we got a glimpse of the character customization. And there was no red hair color. And then I went to DC and checked again. And it still wasn't there. And so I pulled Julian aside and was like, yo, but why can I make my hair green in the game but not red? Mm. Because red's an actual color of people's hair. <laughs> so okay, like, people have green hair. Right, but like not naturally. Oh, sure, okay. Sure. Right? Like you can make your hair purple, blue, or green in the game, but you can't make your hair red in the game. Winning and I was colors. like, WTF, I mean, maybe the dollar flu wiped out all redheads. You know what I mean? Wow. Maybe, that's just, maybe that's another part of their lore. I haven't read yeah. the comics. First ones to go. Yeah. <laughs> First the weak system. <laughs> um, and so he's like, we'll put it in the game. And I was like, thank you. And now they're putting it in the game. And they're also uh, putting a bald hairstyle in. So if you prefer to have no hair on your agent, uh, that is coming as well. But there's a full list of all the patch notes over, like I said, on the Division subreddit, if you guys want to check that out. And then um, the raid goes live. The eight-person raid goes live on April 25th. Can't yeah. wait. It's going to be great. Now, that's going to be another one, though. You understand. Because, of course, Greg Miller only has Greg Miller luck. Mm-hmm. Where, oh, great. They're dropping World Tier 5 the day I go to New York. Oh, great. They're dropping uh, the raid the weekend I go home to Chicago for my stupid birthday. So, like, we got <laughs> your April 25th. We might have to just call and stick to work, Andrea, and we got to just sit there and do it. You know it's what I mean? Interesting. I know. That's the other thing. There's so much happening. So, but we should like, just cancel the GameCast recording. We should just play the raid, is what you're saying. It, wait, hold on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wait, because it's a Thursday, right? And that's when mm-hmm. we're seeing it at 6 o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And all Avengers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Endgame. Are you in that? No, okay, sorry. No, no. No, I asked him, is he in the movie? I'm oh! Hawk- oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Hawkeye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, do people mistake you for Jeremy Renner? Yeah, yes, oh, my gosh. Fantastic. Um, so, to close out the show, Devin... Yeah, we tweeted out on the mm-hmm. kind of funny vids account. We said we're recording Gamescast later today with Devin Sawa. Send in any video game related questions oh, no. you have for him. Uh, Mandy writes in and says, "This is the content that I didn't know I needed." Yeah, and here we are. Yeah, okay. it's happening. Um, we got movies, beer, and I don't know if the, if you know. Do you know Macaulay Culkin? Yeah, personally, of course. Yeah, great. Of that, course. That, whole, that well, that whole that whole feud was fake. Okay, good. That was all fake. Good. I mean, because I, the question is, if you're going to torture him, yeah, what horrible video game would you force him to play? Oh God, um, I don't know. I don't know. Bubble Bobble from the mm, NES. Yeah. yeah. What's wrong know. with Bubble Bobble? It's a classic. It's pretty. It's a great song. That's well, pretty annoying, dinosaurs. isn't it? Yeah, like, imagine being <laughs> having to play over and over and over again. It's really, it's yeah. kind of just. Did, we did. You know what? Because I, I used to go to this arcade as a kid, and that that game was always turned up so loud. Yeah, it is no one very ever, loud and very repetitive. Yeah, that's a good one. That is that is good. Uh, Chris White Uh-oh. says, if you could play any video game character in a motion picture, what character would it be, and why? Uh, now, ah, oh God. Mm. I don't know, Mega Man, maybe I don't know. Yeah, some live live version of okay. that'd be cool. Okay, live action Mega Man, yeah, yeah. into it. Mega Man. And the last question for you here is: If Idle Hands was a party, what, sorry, was here a video go. game, what genre of game would it be? Uh, it would be a platform game, and you would be the hand, and you would have you would be running from 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 us. Sure, you guys. I like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. I like that exactly. a lot, ladies and gentlemen. This has been. 
the kind of funny games guys. Devin, thank you very much for joining Thanks us. Thanks for having yeah. me. Yeah, Thanks for having me. for coming here, but going to cover going a game for Montreal. kind of funny. <laughs> that was, that was uh, bucket list check. That was yeah, so much fun. You did it. I'm glad you thought of me. And of course. I'm glad I went and did it. And, and that was a fun game, but it was just an amazing experience. And they treated me so nice. And you guys treated me so nice. Good. So that was, was awesome. It was awesome. Stay tuned. You can find him on kind of funnies. We have cool friends debuting. Some sometime in after, May, game, after of game of Thrones in review, which is happening, which starts uh, Monday with Andrew Ray. Yeah. Yes, and, uh, uh, Escape Plan comes out July Fourth uh, uh, weekend, and the Moose this fall. Uh, both movies that you are yeah, in. Mo- mo- movie The Escape Plan is uh, Stallone and Batista, and that comes out. You were in uh, a movie with Batista. Yeah, it was amazing. It was wow. amazing. Another bucket list. Very cool. The other yeah. movie's in 50, it is Travolta. 50, 50 Cents in it. And then the one in the fall is... 50, uh, c- 50 Cents in it? Yeah, 50 what? Cents in it. Yeah. It's, oh, my it's, God. It's, uh, it's really cool. Um, and then uh, Travolta and I did a movie, a two-hander that comes out in the fall. Uh, Fred Durst directed it. And, wow. Uh, <laughs> and, he knows uh, Fred Durst, too. What? Did it, you guys talk about this all in your episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Not, like, in-depth about it, but, I mean, we talked about these Fred Durst is, a, is a hell of a director. He, he yeah. really, he really is a, as an artist, and, and I just saw it, and it's got a, an amazing soundtrack. And, and Travolta plays this like Rain Manny kind of obsessed fan who kidnaps me and ties me to a bed, and it's it's like it's creepy and angry. so it's like like Stan. It's more like Misery, mm. oh. and more like Misery, but uh, different. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Where can people follow you? Uh, Devin East. Devin East. Uh, Devin Sawa on, on Twitter. And yes. uh, that's it. And, uh, There's an Instagram and, too. Uh, D.Sawa on, on, on Instagram. Instagram. There you go. So. Fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, stay hyped.